You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. We're concluding our Halloween retrospective with David Gordon Green's Halloween. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme Being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Howdy. Mr. Jared Callen. How do it? And Mr. Paul Williams. How's it going? <laughs> you got to leave that pause in there. <laughs> Paul's like, yep. I He's don't like, know oh, yet. wait. Yeah, hold on a minute. He's like, we finally reached the end. <laughs> and tonight we are discussing uh, the newest Halloween film. H4O. <laughs> the sequel to Halloween. Yeah. You know, they actually use the H4O in some of the, the marketing. Movie that yeah. the rest of the franchise. Hey, man, it's the reboot for the next generation. <clears throat> I was trying to explain to my daughter that Halloween is really Halloween 2 because it's a sequel to Halloween. And that makes sense to a 14 year old was almost impossible. Well, did you say that this is the third film called Halloween, by the way? Right. <laughs> but it's still it's Halloween like this isn't This isn't a reboot <laughs> like Halloween was. This is Halloween 2, but it's just called Halloween because there's already a Hall- There's two Halloween 2s. <laughs> You're following me, right? And she's going, what? And then there's five total timelines now. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, well, so what movie do I need to see if, if I'm going to see Halloween? We should really watch all of them. You should just watch Halloween. <laughs> Just the first. Well, there's 11 of them, actually, so you should watch well, all of them. The new Halloween, or, or which Halloween? Halloween. You need to watch Halloween, and then <laughs> I'll take you to see Halloween. Well, if I watch it, I don't understand. Dad, speak English. <laughs> like, I'm trying here. Yeah, well, you, what you could have told her to do, instead of watching that, she could have just listened to our retrospective up to now. That's right. Yeah. And she would have gotten it all. Me? I'm not letting her listen to this. <laughs> she would go to, she'd, be, be, the she'd be like, she'd be like, Mom... <laughs> Do you know what that does? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did your wife ever listen to the podcast? She used to. Okay, good. So at least she knows. She used to. I tell my whole family, like, don't. <laughs> just just don't. It doesn't exist to you. I think I think it was 
It was back when we first started. I think I got like to telling a personal story one day, mm. and she was like, "You know, I'm not going to listen to this." That's anymore. good. See, there you go. <laughs> I'd like to feel honest, and like I don't, I don't have to be guarded. So please don't listen. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. I promise, but just don't listen. Just don't listen to any of this. I'll never say your name. But the other guys will know who I'm talking about. Yeah, they'll totally know. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave enough like subtle little hints that other people could figure it out, too, if they thought long enough. About <laughs> right, right, yeah. And we'll put your Facebook it. information in the cr- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, but they, they actually have to go to the site to get that. You know, so That's only for, it. like, you know, fan fans. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's unlisted. Totally give a newsflash here. Spoiler warning. Oh, yeah. We're we about are, to fuck it up. Yeah, we're going to totally talk about this movie, like, from this moment on. You have been warned. Because this is our finish line. We've been running a marathon. That's right. And this one's going to be our big release. Get ready. Because like Benson said, how many times is, how many times has this series started over? This is the, okay, so this is the fifth. So you got one through, one through six, right? Right. This, this is the fifth timeline, but, but there have been four actual timelines because, you know, that, that actual fifth one is the alternate three, you know. So there are four, four iterations of. So, okay, yeah. So we got like what? Mike one, Myers. One through six. Right, one that's one timeline. Yeah, and then we have uh, one, one, two, H two O resurrection. Right, and then we have the, the the Rob Zombie, the Rob Zombie stuff. Yeah, and then this is the fourth. Hillbilly Hill, and then now we've got our new one. And then you, Halloween three just sort of yeah, it just lives in its own world. Well, it, it lives in a world. It lives in a world where the Halloween movies are movies. It, it's actually in our real world, or it's in a movie movie. Yeah, it's it's world. the Inception version. <laughs> Silver Shamrock. It's that one with Silver Shamrock. It's the one without Michael Myers. <laughs> it will forever be the movie that that doesn't oh, have yeah, Michael that, Myers. That one have Michael Myers. Don't worry yeah, about it. that's true. Are you talking about the one that doesn't have Michael Myers? Yeah, that one. It's not bad. Three more days to Halloween. Well, what did you guys think? Halloween. I mean, like, okay, they're starting over again, and they're picking up with just the first movie in terms of continuity. Did you guys like that? Even before seeing the movie, was that a, was that a good idea? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, because that it, it gets rid of that whole like, I'm your sister, you know that they didn't really do very well. Like, yeah, and the uh, he yeah. blew up in a hospital. Right, that was just an urban legend, by the way. Yeah, totally. It does kind of negate the rest of the series. That's what yeah. they wanted to do. Yeah, it's, that's it's what they reboot. were doing. It's a reboot with still tying in everybody who's still alive, and it's like the know. only way you could reboot it and keep Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, without just giving her a completely different character. That's true. I did like a lot of the stuff that were a lot of the uh, kind of callbacks to Halloween and Halloween Two, though. So you're the new Lewis. Well, <laughs> you get you get the one scene when the granddaughter's sitting in class. She looks out the window. Yeah, yeah. To the scene with Jamie Lee Curtis from the first movie. Even the lecture's kind of the same. Yeah, and then later on in the movie. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis goes out the window. Michael Myers looks down at her, looks away, looks back. She's gone. Once again, reminiscent to the first movie. Right. Then there are the silver shamrock masks silver in the movie. Shamrock. Yeah, it's just all kinds of nods to, you know, yeah, but, but think Halloween ab- and Halloween 2. Yeah, but think about if you if you got to make, you got to be like a fan, you know, ma- making something in the series. It's the same thing that they did with bringing back Star Wars. There's going to be all those little like hints, but like, hey, hey, guess what? No, look, we're, we're honoring, we're honoring what came yeah. before, and you know, we, we know why you're here. We love you. You know, that, that's total like fan yeah, service that's stuff. That but I that's cool though. It's I exciting thought, to see that shit. And I really did think that that was good for this movie because it, it did really harken back to that same kind of feeling. And 
obviously you know this director seems like he had a lot of love for the the franchise and a lot of love for the series and that and that really shows on screen too I, I well I, I think David Gordon Green um I yeah I think he he does have a lot of love for the franchise but he also takes it in slightly new directions he does some different things with this movie like I, especially with Laurie Strode's character like yeah. turning her into like Sarah Connor yeah I thought it was a very smart progression for her character to go through. Like, turning into her up. Yeah, I, she is Sarah Connor. Because even Sarah, I was going to say, but yeah. she's a little bit more traumatic. Yeah. But no, like, Sarah Connor has, like, all those nightmares of the Holocaust. You know, and, like, Laurie Strode just breaks down in this movie. Like, sometimes, just seeing Although, Michael Myers get transferred, she loses her shit. Well, she's upset with herself there because she, she went there with a plan and she wasn't able to go through with it. And so she realized she wasn't, you know, she wasn't able to, you know, do yeah, what she wanted to do. Yeah, she's still suffering from... yeah. Or PTSD or whatever. Right. You know, Sarah Connor, though, is having nightmares about the entire world blowing up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the kid brings up a good point. Like, compared to today's standards, what, five of her friends got killed? It's not that big of a deal. I like that line. I thought that I was did too. Right. I thought that was great. But uh, I heard somebody, like, um, they compared this. They said this movie, it, like, really embodies what it means to be women's em- women empowerment. And this movie really pushes something like the Me Too movement in that uh, just because you went through an experience 40 years ago doesn't mean that it still doesn't bother you today. And her being able to, like, stand up and, like, uh, overcome that experience uh, as a strong, powerful woman with her family, you know, being a, being the role model that actually shows them the way that they needed to survive the same situation, you know, preparing them for life, that whole thing. They're saying this is a big women's yeah, movie. I can, movie. I can see that, um, but, I mean, like, what else are you going to do with the story, man? Oh, no, no, no. When you're thinking about it, it, it could have gone either way. You know, it either she, she's either, you know, moved on with her life, and this is the way H2O, she moved on with her life, like, you know, like went and had a family and all well, that, see, I, didn't fall apart. I don't you think know? you could have done that because they did it in H2O already. No, that's what I'm saying. So I mean? you've yeah. got, what else are you going to do? So, yeah. the, like, okay, cool. So I, now, now she's a what he's saying is they look at it and they're like, okay, well, we can't have her doing that. So what's something? Oh, well, let's go to Sarah Connor route. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, what other options? And I like that. It's, it's more badass. You know, I like to think that she's going to be a badass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You want to, I mean, the whole reason we bought the ticket is because we want to see Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael yeah. Myers. Face you know, off. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all about the Strode versus the Myers. What'd y'all think of the opening scene? I had some problems with a couple of the shots in the opening scene, kind of toward the end. Walk me through the opening scene. Help uh, me remember. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, it's, it opens with the, the podcasters. Right. They're at the mental home. I love how it starts and how the introdu- the introduction is with all the tight close-ups and you're just getting like the the clock ticking. Yeah. And, you know, and, and all these the guys like doing like counting days or something in like some really mathematical maniacal way. Right. You know, like you can tell he's crazy and yeah. then he shows somebody else and then you get to see the new Loomis and he's talking to somebody in the corner and then somebody puts a record player on. Right. It's just it gives it a nice. You hear the music. Yeah, they totally set the tone. It, dude, it does have a nice atmosphere. Yeah, and then it builds when the guy pulls the mask out. And Michael still won't move, he but everybody else starts. Oh, dude, that's so crazy! Yeah, it's like the mask. howling. And, yeah, like the mask comes out and everybody goes fucking crazy. I did like the hearkening back to the recordings when when they start playing the recordings and you hearing you kind of hear Loomis talk about how you know he just sees a bullet put in his head and. He wants to see him incinerated and all this other craziness. Oh, that's later in the movie, man. Um, that they're playing the the recordings. That's when like the yeah. podcasters yeah. are in the hotel. Okay. 
Yeah. And, and they get a they hold of investigative journalist. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they they start out saying investigative journalist, but then you know we, there's the big drop that they're podcasters. It was kind of like, eh. like it kind of like shocked me a little bit. Yeah. We're, we're investigating. Uh-huh. Yeah, we are. Like I like so, to go around saying that. Yes, uh, all of throwing us. the serial thing. I've in, actually yeah, you know. I've held this question to ask you guys on air okay. or on recording. All the crazy people start howling and screaming. Michael's just standing still. They cut to the wide shot of Michael, perfectly still. Everybody else is moving around. Going They're nuts. yanking on their chains. The guy's holding. He's say something. Say something. Yeah. So were the people just being crazy, or were they trying to say that there was some sort of supernatural thing happening, like the power of the mask? They could feel the evil return. Yeah. As soon as it popped out, they were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Chad, I'm going to turn you down. Just to it's t- only if I get loud. I'm sorry. I want to do that again. I think it's a. I think it's a really good to learn moment to- of <laughs> suspense building. Oh no, that was great. I mean, like that whole like punch with him scream, everybody going nuts, him screaming, say something right into the title card is like whoa. That, no, like I, that's that that's a great that was a great punch into title. It, it's great. I don't like. I don't, man, I don't like that uh, that wide shot with the zoom in. You know where it's. <sighs> Oh really? Yeah, I don't. I don't like that zoom in movement there. Yeah, yeah, that didn't bug me. I I, I like the I like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't like, like that. The, like the checkerboard pattern on the floor and and like I don't know. No, the, the, I like the, the whole set design. And everything's like super sexy. Yeah, I loved every other shot, yeah. but that one. It just it just stood out. All three times that I saw it, I I wondered, is this trying to say that there's something more here? Oh, I can't. They don't See really the go guys. a supernatural route. They don't. This when I that they, they don't at well, all. You, you would like you would think maybe that all the other crazy fuckers in there uh, know who he is, and so maybe seeing the mask, they're like, "Holy shit, he's back!" Those crazy dudes didn't look like they knew who they were. <laughs> yeah, They're standing around with an umbrella open, like like. Basking. Apparently, you don't untie your shoe around. Yeah, yeah, but well, you know. Yeah, they kind of take a, a lot of the uh, supernatural element out because they even say like. Later on that night, instead of Michael Myers, like, you know, getting loose, that Loomis catches up with him and, and almost kills him. Yeah. And that the Will yeah. Patton sheriff in the movie, ends, you know, he's the one who stops Loomis from murdering him. I don't know, man. And then you have that empty shot at the basement. Oh, he's not dead, y'all. He's coming back. <laughs> the director even said it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I seriously doubt. Yeah. He I didn't get to hear back. That. Oh, yeah, no, man. The director's like, Pfft. We're making money. <laughs> Did he really? No, but I, that's basically what he was saying. He's like, Curtis already said she's coming back if yeah. David Gordon Green will return as director. Oh man, she's like, fuck yeah, I want some more money. They'll be back. It'll be back out next Halloween. They're going to rush it just like they did the first one. You know, push that second one out. No, you know they will. <laughs> yeah. And how much has it made so far? Over a hundred million. Oh, so yeah, that's already the highest-grossing slasher movie of all time. Not adjusted for inflation. It's right. got to make over like. Two, two hundred million, two hundred ten million, or something like that to top screen. But yeah, it is pretty good. What's that? It is pretty good. It is. I don't understand though, like really why it caught on as well as it did. Like it opened up with like seventy-seven million almost or seventy-six. Like that's a huge opening for a horror film. What other horror films out I, right now? In, man, in the, in the think theater, about it though. You know? It the it nun. blew up. <laughs> I guess. I think it's, it's just. I, I think it's. It's time for people are ready for yeah man. It's a resurgence. It's a resurgence of our youth. You know, it's like the the things that that you know. This is the horror the, Star Wars. You know, everyone who was a fan of those things of, of those movies are, are now you know be, being able to make their own films. You know, get getting control. 
It's time. Yeah, well, I was I was talking more about the audience like flocking out to see it. Like you know what? Yeah, I just I don't know. It just hit right. Man. Yeah, I guess yeah. it did. It was like a perfect storm. Perfect of, timing. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. You know, yeah, I think it's it's John Carpenter's doing the music. I think they did a, a good job of yeah. They're you know Carpenter's back on board. And I think yeah they got. A they're lot building of all that. You know, this is this is going to be the the sequel you've been like we've been promising since the first sequel that we're going to get this right. We're going to make sure this that is none the real of the other sequel. ones ever happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those were all test sequels. This is the yeah, real sequel. <laughs> this has been the most expensive <laughs> test screening ever. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you, know, you ever heard of brainstorming? Yeah, that was what that was. It we were took fucking us around. nine movies to get you here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh! And you know, I mean, they had a lot to pull from. I mean, you got what? How many sequels? To okay, people liked that. Yeah. They didn't like that. Yeah. They do steal some elements from H two O. Like it is like kind of. They it, steal some brutality from Rob Zombie. Fuck yeah, yeah that's true. As they should. I liked this. Uh, so being question, guys. Which which Jamie Lee Curtis do you guys like better? Jamie Lee Curtis from H two O. Jamie Lee Curtis or Jamie Lee Curtis. Laurie Strode from this new Halloween. Let's play Fuck Mary Kill with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> which which version? <laughs> I, I'll answer. I'll say this one. All right, we're, we're, we're just H two O and H four O. H two H four O and the uh, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I like this new one better. Yeah. I, I think the Laurie in this one is more interesting, and she's smarter. It's a smarter character, smarter written. Yeah, it feels like she cared more. Yeah, I mean, I liked. It made sense I more, like too. You know? yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Definitely cared more. Had more um, at stake. But I'd have to say, I, I like the Laurie Strode in this movie more than the H2O Laurie Strode. So that's three. Agreed. Unanimous. Unanimous. Gavel. See, I wasn't on the H2O podcast with you guys, so... Yeah, didn't really care for Laurie Strode's character in comparison to the new one it's like you see the new halloween it's like you think about laurie strode from h2o and you're like hmm i like this laurie strode a lot better yeah she comes across a little weaker in h2o yeah totally well i mean you yeah, know now yeah, that we that... have this to compare it to though to be fair yeah but this laurie strode yeah, was yeah, also I mean... slamming drinks too and i like seeing that they, I, I like that they kept that aspect of her character like mom you're not supposed to be drinking fuck college <laughs> oh well, at yeah least she's off the pill yeah. dude put down it she straight put that freaking line down, kid. Yeah, straight man. What did you guys think she of the, uh, the hairbrush too? The mask and the, our Myers here in this one. The shape, the shape. I, I liked it. I, I liked the mask a lot. I just so. don't like. Okay, you, okay. So you honestly think that someone would give out that mask to those two podcast people in Haddonfield? Yes. <laughs> like you know, like oh, for the you right know, amount of money. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was the district? It was it the attorney yeah. general? That's who they said gave it. To <laughs> who was funding these podcast people? Where they have like, dude, look, we're podcasters. We've been podcasting for years, dude. They like, had British accents. All they have to do is ask, and you're like, well, look, I don't have three thousand dollars to like pay for a fucking like. They had, like who the fuck is funding this podcast, and how do we get signed up? Well, they obviously have listeners. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We need those. Damn. And apparently $3,000 in cash to talk to Laurie Strode. Well, dude, three th- dude, Paul, you're telling me you wouldn't take $3,000? Especially when they, she was only there, they were only there like fucking five minutes? Yeah. 
Like, oh hell to the yeah, I would. So yeah, three thousand dollars to anybody—that bullshit where they say that like Bill Gates wouldn't stop to fucking pick up a thousand dollars—bull fucking shit. If Bill Gates saw a thousand dollars sitting on the ground, he'd stop and pick it up. He'd be like, <laughs> he's like, I've heard this joke forever. This is funny. He might like go, hey, somebody drop this. He's like, holy shit! Like, wait, wait, who dropped a thousand dollars? All those podcasters, I don't only give them giving her like you know. I would have gotten at least some of my money back. I would have like, negotiated. I'd be like, look, I got five minutes here. This is not oh, a full no. interview. You don't get the full three grand. Yeah, three three grand. You're gonna it be doing something to, more. She's got him tied up in the mannequin <laughs> thing. It was totally made more sense to go with the investigative journalist route, right? You know, because it's like. Well, I think they were. Think I think it was it. it was supposed to be like serial where they were Yeah, I think they actual were actual investigative well, the, journalists that the original, were doing a podcast. the original script had them as uh, documentary filmmakers, but they but the, the director said that uh when they start thinking about the cameras that that they would have been shooting on that uh it would have dated the movie because within 3 years those cameras would be outdated so when people look back at it they would see the tech being used and right. it would date the movie. So he was he said uh, no, let's let's make them podcasters, which somewhat dates it. But like, I guess I'd like, that, I'd like to think that dated podcasts camera, have been though. going on for about you know twelve to fifteen years. So like, I, and I they're see, getting bigger. Yeah, and podcasts, I, I, they're going to go on. But that kind of does date it in that it puts it in dated as much as using uh, you know as in resurrection using the you know live streaming, which was a little earlier than its time. But it kind of dates it. Or nineties movies using AOL. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Sandra Bullock getting on the net. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> net! We actually break out like a three and a, there was a three and a quarter inch floppy, and they can like fix the whole fucking problem. Like I've got, I've got the disc, <laughs> honey. I can fit your whole computer. On Everybody's this waiting drive. on something to download to the floppy disk, and you open, turn the little. Oh, switch. you gotta like, you gotta yeah. like lock it in. That's how you knew it had to work. You had to, you had to lock that motherfucker in. I totally, I was fine with them being podcast investigative journalists. Yeah, I also too thought it was kind of. An inside joke that he's all like, "We're investigative journalists," and she's like, "We're we're doing a podcast." <laughs> like she's more we're down to earth. <laughs> like, yeah, we have a popular podcast, but it's she, a podcast. But she's talking to Laurie Strode though. She's like, "Uh, uh not investigative journalist." <laughs> <laughs> and it's she, like, I mean, she does explain that they had won an moment. award and. Oh, she opens That's, up. She tries to like, like, look, we've done some stuff. Yeah, she, she she tries to look legit and professional. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I love they brought the boogeyman line back. No, he's just a guy, and she's like, oh, you don't believe in a boogeyman? They totally started doing good cop, bad cop in that scene, and that guy was being a dick. He oh, was, I th- he yeah, was I totally mean, antagonizing her. That's I think they I wanted you to, so when he died, you're like, yeah, get it. Yeah, I was kind of okay with him getting getting his ass kicked in the bathroom. <laughs> yep, had no problem with that either myself. Oh, Ooh. dude, that was... Oh! Michael yeah. dropping the teeth. That was awesome. No, that was gnarly. Yeah, that, that, that was a good scene, dude. The, the his death is is brutal, man. And just watch like him like bleeding to death and slowly dying, watching the chick being strangled. Yeah, the whole gas station scene was absolutely fantastic. Well, see, I love the little things that are done in the gas station scene too. Just like you know, you see you Michael see Michael jerking Myers off in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all missed that. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was you the one I saw. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, you watch the internet version. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. Yeah, but I, I like the it's little scenes where you see, where you, 
you know, where she's talking to the, the, the attendant at the gas station and you see Michael Myers just beating the shit out of I the love that. mechanic yeah. in the background. Yeah, and then out of focus and in the then, background. It's, it's, it's subtle. You could miss it if you, you know... Oh yeah, yeah when he's walking really up to the attention. yeah yeah it's Gas amazing it, I love I love it it's yeah. just there it's like he's already there he's kicking ass and it's hilarious like he kills them two in the bathroom and then he walks out to their car and then just in broad daylight he's like dun dun putting the mask yeah yeah on. he's like my power is back <laughs> I like they kept the uh, uh, what is it the uh, the crochet needle. The hole's still in the mask from the first movie. Oh, yeah. no way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, wow. And his eyes fucked up from when uh, Laurie stabbed him with the coat hanger when she's attacking when he's attacking her in the closet. That's amazing. Yeah, dude. They kept all that stuff. I thought that was really cool. No, I thought he looked great. Yeah, no. He was badass. Yes. Very. I was very happy. Well, see, at first, when I, when I saw the whole bathroom scene, I was, out. Like, I was like, where the fuck did he get these teeth from? Oh, he- and then... You cut to the the get, the attendant and it kind of pans back, and you see his whole fucking jaw's been ripped open and he has no teeth in his mouth. And it's like okay, well, that's where he got all the teeth from. Yeah, he had some pretty gruesome, you know, deformities like broken the back neck, like the guy beside the bus, whose whole like head <laughs> yeah. is bent back, and then the dude's face slammed into the table like with jaw. That's that's some hardcore shit. Yeah. Oh, even the uh, the dad that shows up um, when he escapes. Yeah. And then you see his body later in the movie, and it's like bent. His face is like bent backwards, and it's, yeah. he's somehow broken and tucked well, up yeah, into a he, ball. He's like, he's like contorted. Yeah. It's weird you know, how man, his body is. It's like pent up, man, 40 years of rage <laughs> just got fucking released. You know, he's like, I, okay, I guess the movie does have a lot of supernatural stuff in it. Uh, there's no way a 60-plus-year-old man could do that. Especially just standing <laughs> in one spot. It depends on the vitamins they gave him in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I mean, home. like, dude, they feed him really well there. Michael Myers is picking his vitamins. And out. the that guy said that they get their exercise, they get vitamin D. Michael Myers is, like, pumping more iron than everybody else in the fucking yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went by Spirit, the costume shop. Yeah. Yeah, I totally was going to buy it. Michael Myers mask and just wear it as I pulled up. Oh, that a joke on you guys. Sold out. Yeah, I I, I can't imagine why. Although um, they do have a badass proton pack from Ghostbusters, oh. and they're holding me one back <laughs> until November first when they're fifty percent off. Nice. Oh, dude, that is nice. You got the hookup at the Halloween store, man. Yeah, I, I saw a kid wearing the new, uh, you know, Halloween uh, current uh, mask. It looks pretty good. Yes, I saw some like ten year old kid man at, yeah. at Zubu wearing a, a Michael Myers mask, and I was like, "What? You 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 don't even know who that is?" Wait, wait, wait! There's a new one for the generations. They've seen it. Don't worry, <laughs> dude. I don't know, man. I, if I saw this at like nine or ten, that would fucking scar the there shit. There were kids out of me. in our theater when we saw it on opening night. Yeah, there were. Yeah, that this would terrify the living shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, that's good parenting. <laughs> I'm for that. Well, you know, hey, I guess it teaches. Lock the doors, children. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's been some horror films I've been in, and there's little kids in there. I'm like, these kids don't need to be in here. <laughs> what's what's, the, what's the age? What, what, time, what, what, what age do you take your kid to see that? I think it depends on the kid. Yeah, that's true. What do you say, like six, seven? Cause like when Sean was <laughs> birthed. I mean, when Sean was seven years old, I would have let her watch. I don't know about this one, but at around seven, we started watching like Friday the 13th, and well, she was fine. Katie's nine. I still wouldn't let her. Really? It just depends on the kid. Huh. 
That's true. Like, if the kid's prone to letting the film affect them, then no, you're not going to let them watch Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Fuck no. But <laughs> Sean was Nightmare a very, feel. very yeah. analytical kid, so you know she'd watch the movie and be like, how'd they do that? That's cool. And I totally used Friday the 13th to go see. This is what happens if you <laughs> take drugs and have sex before. That's right. You're 30. Notice the adults are all living. It's just the teenagers he's That's acting right. up. Don't fuck up. Because daddy will put the mask on and come after your ass. Dad, I want a chastity belt for Christmas so I don't die. Good girl. <laughs> With a master lock. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I think, I, mean, I think it depends on the kids. I mean, I know we went and saw, what was it? I can't remember what movie it was. It was some horror movie. Um, a friend of mine and I went and saw it, and a mom had brought their kids. Yeah. And they were sitting right and the kids were just crying through the whole movie no shit yeah and the like mom's traumatized. like just shut up watch the movie and they're like no nah, they're scared i mean these are wow. little kids to the point that somebody else went and got the manager manager made her leave yeah you would think that like when you would get the ticket at the front desk and they would look down and be like man i don't know i don't know i don't know if you should bring these kids in here yeah yeah i mean you have to be what like uh at least, you have to be at least 17 now to to buy a, a ticket and you know, after a certain time period to right. our movie, do you remember? Yeah, because like it's, it's supposed to be. Like yeah, it's supposed to be seventeen and up goes to an R-rated movie. But when I was seventeen, I wanted to go see the Queen of the Damned, and I went to Peabody Place, which was downtown Memphis. Eighteen, and they were said eighteen. I said, "What the fuck?" I said, "This is bullshit." It says it says seventeen. Has you never heard of NC seventeen? Like that's not even NC seventeen. It's a fucking R-rated movie, and they wouldn't. Welcome let Welcome to the Bible Belt, brother. Yeah, baby, they wouldn't let you in unless you're eighteen. Yeah. Happened to me in uh, North Carolina and Virginia as well. That's craziness. Yeah. And mm. Florida. It's <sighs> never happened to me. Yeah, you, eyes wide shut. I, I had to sneak into that, even though I was 17 years old. That's craziness. Yeah, right? You don't have to worry about that anymore, though. Yeah, that's true. Now, I know when <laughs> when Hostel came out, they were carding people as the people were going in. I think it's time to play the trailer. <laughs> Is it? Are, are, we, are we at that point? <laughs> Here's a for trailer for Halloween, Halloween, which is the sequel to Halloween. Halloween 3, but it's Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Testing 1, 2, 3. We're on. We're here to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers on a Halloween in 1978. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years in captivity. Hello, Michael. I have something you might like to see. Everyone in my family like turns into a nutcase this time of year. Yeah, I mean, your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? And the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. Dad, look out! The bus crashed. Mom, what bus crashed? Michael escaped. Thanks. 
Excuse me, somebody's in here. Hello? for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out of the world! Get inside! You don't believe in the boogeyman? He's here! Michael! You should. Can you close the closet door? All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Halloween 20... Ha- Halloween H4O. What are we calling this? We're just calling it a regular... It's Halloween, it's Halloween. H- it's Halloween 2018, but it's Halloween H4O. Anyways, there, there were three things that that, that, w- that I recognize. There's one thing that we all kind of like, you know, saw that there, there was a scene that, that we... And in the trailer we just watched. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looked like yeah. there was a uh, knife fight uh, yeah. with Laurie and Michael Myers out in front of uh, her house. Yeah. Her compound that she has built up in the film. Look, it looked pretty badass, uh, and I hate that we didn't get to see that. Maybe it did not fit in the final thing, <clears throat> right? And, but I also remembered that by watching it, is this movie shot really well? Like, this movie is shot well. Yeah, really, really, really great. Like, yes, it lighting is shot and, and, and camera beautifully. Wow. Yeah, look wise. Yeah, it, it's ace. It, it's top notch. And the third thing is that um, in wide shots with the, with the mask, uh, he kind of looks like an aged uh, William Shatner. Like for some reason, it, like it's it's only in wide shots to me. Like like kind of like what William Shatner's face looks like now. <laughs> in, in the distance, when it's a head to toe shot, I swear to you, and I'm gonna find a screenshot and, and like show it to you. I need a side by side comparison because because yeah. I'm just like I just totally see an older William Shatner, not not like not like you know the young one from which the the mask was made. How he looks now, but like just just imagine because the mask is aged as well, and also it's on a man like an older man's large head. It's kind of stretched out. It actually looks like modern, like William Shatner. Wouldn't so it be you, hilarious that we find out that, that they, they cast recast it? That would be <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Because I'm telling you, in, it's only a wide, because in close-ups, I was, I was looking in the trailer again, I was looking at close-ups, and I was like, no, it's only when they cut really wide, and you see him head to toe, and it's, I'm telling you, there's, there's a particular one shot in the movie where he's standing on the street, and there's a, the street light's hitting him. He, lo- he looks just like William Shatner, like modern William Shatner. Aged, like I said, aged. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're cracking me up over here. No, I need to see a side by side comparison here. No, yeah, yeah, totally. What'd you guys think about the uh, opening credits? The uh, the rebirth metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, we're, we're we're taking this shit and, and we're redoing it. You know, we're bringing it up from the roots. Okay. You know, it got really, it got really shitty. We know it rotted. Halloween rotted. But we're bringing it back. A little on we're, the nose, guys. We're blowing it back up. <laughs> Did the original pumpkin have the knife-looking nose? Yeah. So, the, so it, it was the original pumpkin-looking, except for the except for uh, we noticed that, that that its left eye or uh, camera well, right. You noticed. Well, you, know, you noticed that. I, I noticed it. I had to go back and watch this a third time because I thought you were fucking insane. But go ahead. Explain. But, no, what I, your I saw it. Was. I saw it the first time, or and then the second time we saw it, uh, I started looking for it. And at the end of the uh, rejuvenation pumpkin uh, title card. 
the the whole time it's kind of slowly like uh, pushing in, it's dollying in on the pumpkin's left eye, and it looks like the silhouette of Michael Myers, very roughly. But it it totally to me it really does. Well, man, I dude, I thought you were way overthinking it. And putting, <laughs> you know, I'm like uh, I don't know, Jared. It's probably just the same exact pumpkin because it does have like, it has the knife nose, the, the like knife you were nose, about. yeah. So it's like, yeah. I went back and looked at it, and I was comparing screenshots. I actually had a screenshot up in the in the theater. I was yeah. the only one in there, and a matinee. And I was <laughs> look, looking at it, dude. And You're like fucking Sherlock Holmes in there. <laughs> there, there is a dent in the eye. Yeah, and they it switched, looks like a nose. They switched the side of the dent. Yeah. So when you're looking at it, it is. It like looks a like profile. it's got hair in the profile. Yeah. yeah, and he's facing camera left. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I love that, and it's so fucking subtle. Uh, it just I like when they hide hide things, and they know that, like I haven't heard anybody else bring that up. It's just so subtle. I love it. You yeah. heard it here first. You heard it here first. We're breaking Exclusive. news. And I'm gonna say it's it's a real pumpkin. I don't think it's CG. No, dude, that that's CG or some Come kind on, of animation. Man. Yeah, dude, no, it is. Yeah, it definitely is. I'm, look, if I'd it's like not, to think that they. I'd so like to think that they animated said. and layers upon layers of stuff. Because I mean, they definitely had a glow, like this really funky glow. Like when you start pushing in on the eye, yeah. There's this glow effect that's coming out of the eye, to, and it's like eh, that. I don't know why that's. I'd like there. to think that the plate of it is a, is a like rotted green. pumpkin. Yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? Just like you know, one day I, I, I we will solve this, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but I'd like to think it would be. Because if we had the if we had the money, I'd be like, look, guys, we got to set this pumpkin up. It's going to take a month. Uh, just nobody, nobody go to that part of the studio. Well, I would assume they would do it in reverse and somehow like you know make it rot real quick. How right? do you make it rot? Like how, how do they do the how do they do the the footage of flowers rotting? Time lapse. That's what I'm saying. So you just have to set a flower up and you fucking like you know quit feeding it and you put a camera on it and it just takes photos. Which what you would do with the pumpkin? You light it up and set it up. So you think that's what they did for this open? I would love to think that that's what they did for this open. They definitely did not do that. <laughs> okay. okay, if we ever get the the money to do it, I'm going to say, look, <laughs> we need to, we need to dedicate a camera and lighting a part of the studio for this rotten pumpkin. And or time, just try to ask the director, how'd you do the pumpkin? I, I would love to. I would love to find that out. Oh my goodness! All right, well we, we should we should move on. <laughs> you you could actually find that out for me. You can ask your friend who works. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, see, we, we've got a line here. Just, just it'd be so funny that you just drop that email. It's like, look, I just have a question, and then he gets all the way up to Danny McBride, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what. And, and to uh, Mr. Green, what's his first name? David Gordon. David Gordon Green. Green. Yeah, Mr. Green from Pineapple Express. I think was I, his biggest box office hit yeah, before this. I like to think of him as as a character in Reservoir Dogs. Mr. Green, he did a bunch of indie. Mo- did you guys ever see Undertow or George Washington? Those no, but I, I when I was kind of looking him up, I saw those, and apparently they're, they're pretty good, like arty kind of films. Yeah, I have Undertow on DVD. You should totally borrow it. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's one of those good. It's got a nice southern, um, you know, revenge thriller feel to it. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. So what did you think of the editing, uh, dude? I loved it. I even I even actually wrote down um, a cut where. <laughs> The the guy Dave, one of the the boyfriend of uh, one of the Allison characters' friends, because Allison, I guess we haven't talked about Jamie Lee Curtis actually has a daughter and a granddaughter in this movie, right? And she has her own set of friends. And there's a great cut where uh, this Dave character throws a, was it a firecracker, a cherry bomb, or something in a pumpkin. into a pumpkin? He's like, we blow up on these pumpkin heads, <laughs> and it blows up, and it, it does this great sound effect. Yeah. Slam to the locker door. 
Right. And dude, I just loved all of the sound. Like they, it really helps the editing in the, the movie. Score is amazing. Oh yeah, dude. I mean the, the score. Chasing is... Allison piece. Yeah, it's great. That's what everybody's talking about. Oh, that is the good. That, yeah. it is, dude. <laughs> that fucking guitar is mean, yeah, dude. It's it just awesome. comes in and it's mean. It's so oh, and you got the little bells ringing in the background. It's nice. Mm-hmm. But just like all the little yeah, sound effects. I definitely say I don't. I would definitely say I don't have any real major complaints about this this Halloween movie. I thought it was I thought it was done extraordinarily well, personally. It's definitely the standout sequel. Safe for I two. mean, I have I guess my my biggest issues with the movies would be in some of the some of the more side characters or kind of supporting characters. Like which ones? Are like you talking about like Allison's friends? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I don't really care for the boyfriend or the boyfriend's friend like I, I really wish we would have got to see more from the dave character and and vicky and especially i really especially enjoyed the interactions between vicky dave and the baby i mean the little kid Vic, vicky's babysitting yeah oh like i really enjoyed those hilarious. little interactions yeah, yeah. and i i kind of wish they would have kept the the weird awkward boyfriend's friend out of the movie a little bit more and oh you're talking about the chunky the guy yeah i kind of wish they would kind of <laughs> yeah i wish they would have kind of pushed them out a little bit more and had dave and vicky kind of be more prominent characters because i just i just really didn't care for their the the boyfriend or oscar's characters i just i felt just bad really for oscar care. yeah why'd you feel bad for oscar just like how he died? Well, I mean, like he, he tells his girl he likes her, and she's all like, "I'm way better than you." Yeah, like like she's a little harsh on him. Like he just he's he says he sees an opening. He's been after her for you know he, he's wanted her. You know he, he has a crush. He's a little drunk. He's got the crush crush. He's he's gonna make the shortcut and try to see if he can get it on. I think she's a little she's a little harsh with, with her words. They both overreact. You yeah. know, it's like it's like she's taking the very powerful me too uh, me too stance. Yes, but then at the same time, kind of body shames him afterwards. Yeah, it's like of of course I'm a hot girl. I'm not gonna be with you, yeah. fatty. <laughs> and it's like, damn girl, you're fucking cold. Like, yeah. hold hold the fuck up. Wait, you're supposed to be the main character of this movie. Like, I mean, yeah, she could have been just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, or like the guy needed to do something a little bit more inappropriate to you know. I think require like he needed to like go a step further and like like maybe force the kiss or, instead or, of like just he did kind of force it well he, you know he kind of no, but when she puts her arm up you know he he does kind of like oh, yeah. like, oh oh sorry sorry like he, he doesn't it, kiss her yeah yeah, yeah I, I thought they kind of touched lips a little bit like he no. he, leaned no. in. he starts he, he to move in and she goes yeah, whoa she what are you doing and blocks him and he's like I thought okay and she's like you're crazy. Yeah, like the hand needs to come up and no needs to come out and he needs to keep coming and then that reaction is completely, totally warranted. Right. She's like, oh, I'm flattered, but no, you know. Yeah. But that ain't what she said. And, yeah. I, and I did I did kind of think that um, that a lot of the male characters in this movie were either assholes or idiots. No, the sheriff. I loved Will Patton in this movie, dude. He is Minus a great character sheriff, okay? actor and I love Minus- him. Minus the sheriff, who else in this movie that is a male character isn't either A, an asshole, or B, an idiot? Michael Myers. 
That's true. Yeah. Michael Myers doesn't count. And you know oh. they, they they don't they don't treat men very well. And it's like when the dad dies at the end. Well, yeah, the dad gets shit on. They yeah. they don't they don't give a fuck. I got peanut butter on my penis. Yeah. Yeah, like the family does not. They, they give don't. A they shit. never even that's acknowledge true. it. They're not even like, "Where's my husband at?" No, well, they don't. They don't give true. a Allison, fuck. Yeah, Allison doesn't even know her dad died. Yeah, she's not like, "Hey, where's dad?" Like they're in the truck at the end. Yeah, and like, there's she like, randomly wait, is like, hold on a minute, wait a minute. Wait, dad was here, right? Uh, like he's fucking gone. Don't I have a father? <laughs> yeah, that so was weird. Here's like, uh, so let me tell you about that. She just looks over Jamie Lee and's like, "What happened to him?" She's like, "Well, I actually had uh, had relations with my mother's brother, and you're actually his daughter, and that's why he's coming after you, and that's why he can kind of sense you. He can smell the family in you. He can smell the family. Well, how the fuck does he know it's her? Like he automatically just kind of gets tuned on to her. Well, that yeah, that is the Jamie's thing. Jamie Lee, not his sister in this movie. I know." I was just going on a riff, but no. It, but. <laughs> it, how does how does Michael Myers know that Allison is the granddaughter of Laurie Strode? Yeah. Well, why does he? Why, 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 does he why do you her? think she know he knows? Well, I mean, he's attacking her. Right? Yeah. I think he just kills Oscar, and then she comes back and gets face to face with him. So, so he's going he, he, after he, her. His kill meter like goes to her. He's like, oh, somebody else. Is he it, looking it for Laurie Strode then? Because he ends up. Eventually at Laurie Strode's house. Well, it's because the doctor throws him in the car. So you you don't think he would have ever attacked Laurie Strode had the doctor not thrown him in the car and taken him there? Because, I, I mean, he I is just running around Haddonfield the, murdering people. The, the, the I doctor, think he seems pretty content. <laughs> the, probably not. It, like, like let's just say if, if there was a Michael Myers in the wild, like, like if, if you were just to throw him out, he'd probably just go around just killing people at random. But the doctor orchestrated the whole thing trying to recreate to get him to Lori to recreate what happened he's such a fucking freak out his whole life he he wanted to become Loomis so he 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 recreates the entire thing the entire night even on the night of Halloween I think doctor let him go personally yeah yeah, the doctor completely set everything oh no the doctor let him go yeah yeah yeah. and like you know like why else would you like I don't know it's just weird it's like yeah he's he's trying to become He's he's trying to like be, get into that world, so he tried to like set up the perfect the perfect night for him to be released. Well, I personally watching this, you know, when he when he gets on the bus and he gives the line, he's my patient until I turn him over, till he's actually signed over to someone else. I was like, that's kind of weird. Oh you know, no, like yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was just like a, the it's not. It's not the line itself, but it's the look on the doctor's face when he gives the line. That's totally him justifying why like, he needs to be on the bus to basically set him free. What did you guys yeah, think of this doctor I mean, character? He provided me one of the so first. best laughs I've ever had in a movie theater. Which one was that? The, the shot in the movie when <laughs> the doctor in front of the car, he rises, he rises up, up with wearing the mask, the mask. Yeah. The reaction Elkins gave... I have laughed at. Oh, wish I'd have looked at Brian. Over. <laughs> no, it, like, his entire body stiffened. <laughs> like, his body went, no! That's amazing. Uh, it did scare me. I had a really hard yeah, he time. He told me, he was, like, he was like, man, I swear to God, they were, go- I swear to God, I was about ready to just riot in the movie theater. I was just going <laughs> to get up and throw shit at the screen and walk He's out. He's, like, hyperventilating, going, don't. 
don't, don't. Well, don't. guys, it's not like the series hasn't done these things before. And right. You know, there's, well, there's Friday the 13th Touché. Part 5 to consider. And, you know, these, this thing happens in slasher movies. Sometimes we just mysteriously kill our villain that has been supporting our franchise forever. And have something try to have somebody else take it over oh it's terrible man it's always terrible and yeah when that doctor popped up dude it 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 totally it did freak me out and the first viewing it kind of it did mess up my yeah you freaked (sighs) i have to think they they were wanting they were wanting one thing and you went the total other direction (laughs) i don't know i think they wanted that reaction i do that's i really i think they knew that fans of the series would immediately think oh no they're going with yeah because I mean, we've all watched the making well, we, of. We know that's exactly the ideas. where your brain goes. It could it could have gone that way, but you know, yeah, they pay way too many like homages to to the past installments, right? I mean, these guys definitely know the series really well, so they they, right. they know what they're doing. You know, there's even some... and it was done very well. I mean, just t- like I think one of my favorite favorite sequences is when he when he first gets to the town. It's Halloween night, and he just. Uh, he kills. He goes to the shed, gets the hammer, and kills the one lady in the house. And then when he walks out and he goes to the next house, I love that shot where he walks up on the porch and then you see his reflection in the like the bay window in the front of the house. You know that's kind of harkening back again to Halloween too because of the phone conversation that the ladies have. That's yeah, it's exactly the same. It's pretty much the same to that. Oh no, the lady but she's I, talking I, to on the phone. Her name is Sally. Just yeah, like yeah. In Halloween yeah, too. It's a total thing. Now, <laughs> I think what I really that. thought was coolest about that was was when you see, you don't really see Michael walk around the side of the house, but there's floodlights in the back, and you see that shadow that's imprinted on the. Yeah. House beside it. I was like, that's 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 a callback. Sweet. They did that in one of the other ones too, with the shadow on the wall like that. Yeah, you actually see him in one window yeah. too. Like it's so well thought out. So, do you think as a, as filmmakers, do you think what was that? Were there two Michael? You know, people playing Michael in that, or was that the same actor actually going into the back door and coming through? I think that was the same actor, dude. You, th- you think that they actually timed that shot instead of just having two people wearing the costume? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think that too. I would. I, yeah. What, what is that called? What is that? Like a Texas switch or I forget what that is when you, you switch. Well, you, the, yeah. Yeah. You just switch people. Yeah. Because yeah, that's you, you do a stand cause, in cause you know, because you, you could just have one guy walk through, yeah. stand there for the for the close up, walk through. As soon as he gets off camera line, you beat, beat, beat. And then have the other person come up and, and do the kill. Because yeah. I, I did notice in, in the credits, multiple people played him. Yeah, 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 there were. Yeah. Well, they had Nick Castle come back, but I think that was more of like, you know, they were just getting him for a couple of shots to establish the look and for the PR. Right. You're getting Nick Castle and Jamie Lee Curtis on set, the original shape, Laurie Strode. I mean. Right. It was on the cover of Entertainment uh, Weekly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They did a piece. They're not stupid. Back to the scene where the doctor puts the mask on. Yeah. The other reason I think they did it to get the reaction he had is the doctor takes the mask right off. Right. Like, it's scare you. All right. We're just we're kidding around. He's taking it off. He's and, gonna throw it in there with Michael. Michael's and, still alive, guys. <laughs> and Michael Myers is like he obviously wants to kill him first because he's in the back seat with Allison. Right. Yeah. Like he could just take his hand, choke her to death right then and there. But he goes after the doctor. But technically, he, he doesn't really know who that is sitting next to him. Oh, he's like, oh no, bitch! You touch my mask. <laughs> you wanted to be me. You can't be the shape. I you do. are done. I am going to squash your head like a fucking grape. I, I, I do like that realization. I don't know if it's like the 
I don't know what if it, it if it really is the moment of realization, but when she comes into the house and she says like grandmother, that's the moment he's looking down at Laurie and mm-hmm. he turns away and then he looks back and sees she's not there. That is kind of a nice like this is the first time that we as in the audience know for sure. Yeah. That he knows this is Laurie's granddaughter. That's this cool moment. And she disappears. What? <laughs> the hunted becomes the hunter. Yeah. And it's also it, like the first thing I thought when I saw that was like, yeah, that's kind of a call back to, you know, like I said, back to Halloween. But then the second thing that kind of like popped into my mind was, is, is, is like that, you know, the whole Batman sketch where somebody like just straight bells on Batman. And he's like, oh, so that's what that feels like. Like, I kind of got that little thought in my mind when Michael looks back out the window and he's like, Lori's gone. He's like, oh. So that's what that feels like. Yeah, a little taste of your own medicine there, bruh. What'd y'all think of her uh, face showing up? Happy Halloween, Michael. Well, that her was coming nice. out of the closet. Yeah. That was a callback yeah, to the was... first movie where, you know, you see Michael Myers slowly emerging from the darkness. I like yeah. that. They did the best they could with yeah. it. They had to pop it in quick. But... No, it's cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, It works, though. Well, she, she 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 became you know she's hunting him at that point you know, like you know she disappears and then she has to become him to beat yeah. him. She she gets uh she she gets the upper hand. I like all the things they do to set up that the the trap element though how yeah. you how you get each reveal in the story like it it's done in such a way that I didn't really see that coming at well, the end like how you're dished out each piece of information you know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense uh, why she like shoots through the floor. Because when she does that, I'm like, she what wants, the fuck are you doing but that? But she wants to give she away wants, that little Yeah, she wants him to know that there's something down there. So, you know. But, you know, what he should have done is he should have just started ripping the fucking floorboards up and just fucking, you know. Yeah. They robbed zombies hollowing. Oh, no. He would have got two by four and started like, slamming <laughs> through the ground. <laughs> because, you know, how does he know to, like, break the island open? But but like it's, it, well, I mean it's, that's the only thing there. I mean, and he shakes it first. It's yeah. not like he's like. Oh, I'm gonna start. Is rather loud too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's moving. They do do the. Yeah. But also, it, like he, he totally knew because like you know said that bullets flying from underneath. You know. Yeah, and I'm not sure, but I think in that. They give it away too. I meant to look at it last time I saw it, but I think when he comes in that last time, he sees it right as it's closing, and he walks over and kind of shakes it. I have to check again. I may be wrong about that. I may just making it up. No, he didn't see it close. They they get they, they get, get all get the way in. in. They get all the way in, and then he comes in. He's looking he around, and, and he's kind of like looking around, and he he just kind of looks at it and hits it, and it's, you know, starts going to town on it. But I, I like how you get each each piece of information. Like you know, Laurie is shooting mannequins in the backyard, right? And then you see her breakdown, and you get these. You get this montage like after her breakdown, where Judy Greer's like, "Look, this is the childhood I had to endure." And she starts talking about like all this preparedness and how she would have to go down in this what you think is a panic room, right? Mm-hmm. And doing all this gun training and man, I like how all that pays off. And it, 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 as an audience member, you're you're kind of like, oh damn, Laurie, you kind of f- fucked your daughter up. And right, I don't know. I like how the movie kind of puts you in a. I don't know. It puts Laurie in kind of a gray area a little bit where it's like, eh, maybe if he this never is for the comes right back. Reason, but- She's crazy. If he comes back... <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> of course, at the end of the movie, she turns out... She's you know, justified. Exactly. 
I think they she just even tricked the shit out of you. Doesn't she even have a, a line where she says something like, uh, "I'm sorry for the way I, I raised you, but at least I yeah. can protect you," or something, right. something along those lines? She tells her yeah, granddaughter, "If um, if your mom hates me for the way I raised her, but at least I know she's protect, she's ready and can handle what the world sends her." That's yeah. true. Yeah, because yeah, her granddaughter. I can deal with her hating me. Yeah. She's trying, Although, trying to call her out for if sure. you watch what happens in the movie, her daughter is completely not prepared. She's still a good shot, though. Damn straight. It's not until she gets yeah, back the to the house and then she's like, from okay, I'll fight back. When she's at her That's house, it. she's all like buddies with her husband, and the cops are like, come on, you got to go. She's like, what's going on? Right. And then when her husband vanishes, she's like, okay, I can she, be She does now. shift very quickly. There, There is a weird scene where she's freaking out at Laura, outside of uh, Laurie's house. When they know Michael Myers is um, is loose and they can't find Allison, and the cops are trying to call, uh, trying to calm her down, Judy Greer's just like, "No, no, no, you gotta find her. Why can't you call her and all this stuff?" And then Jamie Lee Curtis just goes on top of the porch and yells her name. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Karen!" <laughs> and then the scene cuts, and she doesn't say anything else. It was just well, she's telling her to shut the fuck up. I, well, I know, but it's just it, it was a weird moment to end on. I wish they had like. Obviously, there was something else to that scene where she said something else, like, you shut the fuck up and get inside, or I don't know, I thought whatever. she did say, get in the car. No, no, she didn't say anything. Well, she wants her to get in the house, but she didn't say anything. She just yells her name, and then it, beat, cut. That's all you need. You know, she stopped it, and the next time you cut, you cut in there inside. Like, yeah, I, I did notice it, yeah. they give you, like, throughout that sequence, they give you gradual, like, Lori's taking charge, and the daughter's listening more and more until she finally... Mommy, I can't do this. Oh, I got you now, motherfucker. Yeah. That's a bad thing. I mean, the way they have the story set up, it it is kind of a lot to digest, but I think the way that it's paced out, it makes the whole story story easier to digest, and in the end, you do get the payoff, and it is way, way more interesting. I love that mannequin room. Yeah, that's great. Following that blood trail. Yeah. Oh, dude, that is a great section of the movie. That is... That is yeah, really, that is really, really scary. Scene. That's the and he comes out of a part of the screen you really wouldn't expect. Way. You're like looking in other parts. Oh, and he totally he comes. Jumps? Yeah, and he, he like totally comes out of a spot that you wouldn't expect him to come out of. I was like, holy shit, that's great. Well, it's perfect because she's blown his fingers off and yeah. he's bleeding, and you keep seeing like more and more blood added to these mannequins, and it's he's in there somewhere. Yeah. She knows he's in there, and then she finds dead husband. Oh, dude, I loved that. Yeah, like that call back the, yeah. to the closet. Yeah, because when she goes into that second part of the door, that oh, that jump scare got me. That is a good tense moment. Yeah, that's a great scene. Oh man, and she's going through closing each door off. Man, it is good. It's good. The other sequence I really liked was the uh, Paul was talking about the um, Vicky, the babysitter, right? Like when she gets killed, and her boyfriend gets killed, and the funny little kid. I like the sequence, but. I really wish they hadn't shown Michael Myers in the closet in the trailer. It kind of ruins that, it doesn't it? It fucked it up for yeah, me, dude. Does. Yeah. Because I was I was completely thinking, it was like, you know, the way everything's set up, you hear the breathing outside, then Dave goes and he, he checks out that motorcycle, and he's messing with the motorcycle. I'm like, oh, oh, Michael Myers is going to get this guy, and then he's going to go upstairs in that closet and get that girl. And then the minute they cut back inside that closet, and then the kid goes, oh, kid. I was like, oh, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> no, you, 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 just, you started asking a question. She's dead. This is the moment. Well, I love how that kid just doesn't like give two fucks about Dave. It's like, go ahead, send Dave up there. <laughs> <laughs> send Dave in. I don't know what 
fucking Alakazam is. That's weed. I'm gonna tell my mom. He's <laughs> like, I'll tell about your brother. I don't know about y'all, <laughs> that was but so if, funny. if I was babysitting a little kid and he come running downstairs and said, "There's a dude standing outside of my bedroom." Yeah, I saw him standing there. I think I would go next door and call the police. Fuck <laughs> yeah! And you would live through Halloween. Yeah, yeah. 2018, Benson. But the kid, the kid did have a sweet ass room though. I really, you know, the moral of this story is if you're a boyfriend, throw your girlfriend's cell phone into pudding and you'll live. If that's pudding. And what, what the fuck what, was that? I don't know. I guess it was pudding. Isn't that what it was supposed matters. to be? But also, it doesn't make any sense because every modern phone is pretty much waterproof. Or was it sour cream? Like like she had she had like an iPhone poached. or something. It, it was like thick. It no, was it was, it thick, was like a like, I mean, whatever the hell it you know, was, it's going to take some time stuff. to clean that shit off of it, it. It doesn't matter, but you could take that phone and rinse it off under a sink and it would still be able to call. I you know, I would get my phone out of the out of the out of the sludge. I think she's kind of rich and uh, like, well, they got she's nice like I'm house. too good for that. But also he had no fucking call to like throw the phone in there. Like she he's <laughs> such a douchebag. Buy me a new one. Which doesn't make any sense because normally when Michael kills people, it, it like they they've had sex or they're a bad person and they let that motherfucker live. He was a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, dude was a fucking douchebag. Dude, what are you talking about? The woman that got hit in the head with a hammer, she was just sitting in her kitchen enjoying a I'm sandwich. Saying, I'm with, saying, but normally... She was a mother. Look, look, he... he, he the kid that with the yeah. rifle that his dad gets killed and he goes gets in the truck, he's just a kid. Man, he just wants he to go like to dancers. dance class, bro. Yeah. He didn't yeah, even want to go hunting. Class, so. <laughs> You're saying Michael Myers is like, fuck dancing? Fuck dancing. <laughs> he can't dance. He has to walk slow. Michael Myers is like, look, I do jazz hands, and that's it. All right, so when we don't got time Allison's the boyfriend, <laughs> I've missed this both the second and third time I saw the movie. All right, so the girl, Allison catches her boyfriend kissing the other girl, right? Yeah, well, she the tiger girl. On second review, he actually does go, whoa, hold on a minute, because she well, kisses, yeah, she him. kisses I to, him. I meant to look, yeah, I meant to look for that, did... Did he like actually like whoa whoa? He had he had a little bit of he kind of liked it for a second, and then and he's like whoa hold on a minute that's not right. He can't, it seems like he said whoa this isn't right. He says something. He's like oh damn I feel her eyes on me. Yeah he's like shit at least I can feel her burning oh, into the back it. of my head. Yeah, well, no, it, lo- it looked like he kind of caught it off, and then yeah. turned around and was like oh I got busted. He's like fuck. She totally saw that shit. Yeah. Because the first time I saw it, it looked. I, mean, I just took it as that he was kissing her, and he saw Allison looking at him, and he was like, oh, "I'm busted." I think there was some subplot that was cut out or something earlier in the movie too, because when she's walking with that um, Oscar guy, like right after that, right, she even says something like, "I'm tired of uh, making excuses for his drunkenness in public," and yeah, I don't yeah, know. All it, we saw was that one well, scene at that dance. He's, uh, well, uh, uh, when when he came to dinner, the uh, the dad. Was talking oh, about yes. how he how he got drugs off of his dad, so I think that there's some like a, a dependency issues in that family. Well, so the boyfriend's dad was Lonnie. There's some straight up tripping balls. And Lonnie was you, tripping yeah. his balls. If you remember Lonnie from the original Halloween? Lonnie, get your ass away from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was that little bully bastard from the first movie, <laughs> right? So, so of course, this asshole is like you know not too far. Well, well, Lonnie's son's obviously on drugs and, and an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he's has anger issues. You know, we'll throw your phone into pudding or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he was, you know. Yeah, I'm surprised know. she didn't go Michael Myers on his ass. Oh, she will. She's holding a knife at the end of this one. That's for him. Oh, who was it that uh, <laughs> I found that, like, little knife thing at the end? Looper. Oh, was it Lone Looper? Yeah, I saw it on a Looper video. I don't know if it looks like he's, uh, yeah, she's I'm... really holding the knife, like, at the end of... I or mean, at the beginning of uh, Halloween, yeah, yeah I, the little boy. No, I mean they definitely draw attention to her holding it, 
but I don't know if they're. I'm just saying that that she knows the motherfucker could come back, so she's got the knife at ready. Yeah, I think that's how I read it. Because he could pop yeah. up from underneath the damn truck. I don't know how I feel about the freeze frame, though. I didn't catch it at all the first time. I didn't the, catch it the first time. The second time, it was like, ooh, wow. Well, we were also looking for that shot, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If, I, think, I think that's But they're subtle. definitely drawing your attention down. She is holding this butcher knife. That's true. Isn't that the same ending to oh. another horror film, like Texas that's Chainsaw Massacre? The same ending as a lot of horror films. Like, on the end of a truck, someone... Well, uh, Chainsaw's last shot's uh, Leatherface with the uh, chainsaw yeah, right. going crazy yeah. on the... But the uh, girl's right. in the back of the truck screaming, covered yeah. in blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's a good one. But yeah. she doesn't have a knife. No, I'm not with the knife. It's yeah. just, just the escape. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, that happens in like a shitload of horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> There's even a moment like that in the Friday the 13th remake. I think they even he, Jason even kills the uh, tow truck driver in that scene. Anyway. Um, Anywho. Yeah. So when was the first time you saw this movie? Shut up. <laughs> Stop it. That night that we went and saw it? Oh, yeah, that's right. They had really comfy chairs. That was the second time. Oh, that was the second time? Yeah. Where did where we see it the first time? First okay. time we saw it at Paradise. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the first time we saw it. But you know what? What? I was a little mad. I was waiting for IMAX tickets because this was a big release. I, dude, I could have sworn IMAX tickets were going to come out for this thing. Was not playing, right? At right. First weekend at all. Dude. It did so good at the box office, and so many people requested it yeah. that it actually expanded. Second weekend opened up in a couple of uh, IMAX theaters. Yeah, really? it actually even, yeah. even even on opening weekend they 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 only were going to open on so many theaters, and they're like, "Holy shit, these are selling out!" Yeah. So they started adding fucking theaters. They're like, "Holy fuck, we they had no idea that this was going to happen the way it's happening." I mean, dude, I'm 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 still floored. It's a good time for horror. Yeah, I I have nothing nothing but great things to say. You know. I mean, look, well, I, mean, I, think we, I think we've talked about a couple of nitpicks, you know, little, little problems and things, you know, here and there, but they're so yeah. minute. Yeah. The spirit of the original film is here, you know? I, I mean, maybe it's just because Carpenter's music's coming back and we're right. getting all those Panaglide shots and we're getting a lot of feel. Maybe it is a little bit of a nostalgic boner. Which brings me to the big hard question that you haven't been wanting to answer. How do you rate this one in the series? How do you how now, do now, now, now that we've gone through the entire scope of Halloween films, I don't mean like list all 11 in order or anything, but just how, how, where do you think this one falls? Oh, man. As like, you know, bringing it back. Dude, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I, I still don't think I have I, – I don't, I don't feel a certain way about it. Like this is a set thing in stone. I, I feel like my feelings definitely need to evolve because every time I've seen this movie, I feel, I feel a little bit better about it. Yeah, I don't feel bad. Like the things that I had problems with the first viewing, they lessen. That being said, I still have a huge affection for parts one, two, three. Man, yeah. those original ones that Carpenter did and Dean Cundey and company, it, they just feel. Even though three is not about Michael Myers at all, they just feel like a good series to me, and I just I love those movies. So I'd have to put it like you know, like four, I guess. Wow. But that's nostalgic love. I mean, yeah, obviously totally. this is the second this is the first best sequel, I think, in terms of being like in terms of filmmaking. Right. Yeah, I was going to put do you, it What do you what do you guys think? I was going to put it right under Halloween 1, removing the nostalgia of loving part 2. I was well, What right. about personal? Where where would you put it personally? I think part 2 and this both made good sequels. So let's Yeah. Okay. I'd put this uh the you know, one then this one and then the Rob Zombie remake. Is my third. I'd put the Rob Zombie remake up in the top four, yeah. Yeah, because it's just like, you know, 
I put a top five. Maybe. Yeah, there, there's there's some really good stuff in there. You know, once you get past the character, the beginning. Yeah, I was surprised how many people were taking up for the Rob Zombie sequel when we posted it. On, you know, hey man, we got Facebook we got some. That's and, yeah. I was trying to fish fish these people, and uh, like I actually got one guy to say that he liked he even like the second Rob Zombie movie, and I'm like, wow, that one's a hard one yeah. to love. That one guy. Yeah, this there's this one guy that, that likes the Rob Zombie second one. Yeah, I was trying to see one if guy. he was just trying to see if he'd give me a reason why, but he didn't really. So if you listen, let us know. We were trying to find out. Like, why is it, why do you like that one so much? A lot, a lot of people. Some, a lot of people liked Resurrection. Yeah, I can yeah, see there, that. There, there, was, know, there as, was some Resurrection a, love going on. Yeah. I was like, wow, as that's a fun, great. goofy movie. You know, yeah. You, like, like we said, you want to sit down with some beers, have a couple laughs. Well, yeah. then that's the kind of movie though. Like, you take my like, it's not a Michael's Meyer movie. Let's pretend it's not a Michael Myers movie. Yeah. And you're home, you're watching, uh, used to be a USA type thing, but now it could be on Netflix or whatever. And you watch a fun, like, kind of goofball horror movie like that. Right. You're going to fall in love with it. I have a hard time because it's Michael Myers. And right. Like, okay, let, let's remember what the first one was, guys. So then I, I have a hard time liking it. Now, I did get into a discussion with uh, someone about Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, and they like it. So that's two people. Wow. Good I've never met, never met anybody that liked No. Well, he also tried to convince me that um, the white horse was in John Carpenter's original Halloween. Too. What? I was like, no, it's not. Bullshit. No. Uh, somebody needs to rewatch the first movie again. But he said it was in his original. Original sequel. Original, yeah. yeah Something what, about like where he gets the power. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, I meant like the, the first version of that movie oh yeah yeah but yeah, they yeah. created Sorry. like yeah and their whole they'd created this whole like the white horse is where he gets his power it's like a portal to hell or hmm. i was like wow that's you're completely like making up a movie <laughs> yeah they, no that's just michael myers chasing larry strode around the hospital bro it's a choose your own adventure version <laughs> right <laughs> well, make up your I own mean, movie you know yeah. that's not you know this series you could do that well, you can do That's that. That's Netflix's new series. <laughs> Gets to the end of that episode. What are you going to do next? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do next? Episode 1, episode 1B. Yeah. And what did y'all think about the decision of um, going back and saying she's not his sister? I mean, I could deal with that. I mean, that doesn't really bother me that much. No, I, I think it was good. I, think I do too. It was definitely the best way to turn it into, uh, you know, to turn the series the way it, it needed to go. Because I always thought the sister thing felt forced any, like, anyway. Because, like... Didn't make any sense. Why'd her parents give her up? Yeah. He didn't kill them. Why isn't he going after his parents instead of her? It feels contrived. Because there was no mention of it in the first one at all. Like, like you know, it's just like, oh, what can we do with this character? It's kind of like when we talked about it initially. It was like, we need a reason for her to be in the second one, so... And why is he going after? Yeah, her? why is he because going? Yeah, exactly. Re- she's really his sister, right? Which kind of they 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 in this series they don't really care why he's going after, as you see, like in this one, he just kind of comes across the the granddaughter and time to kill. <laughs> <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, totally. I guess like you know it's like a, like I was saying like that's the way you have to go, but do I like it or not? Like I don't know, man. You know, like. I've lived with Halloween too for so fucking long. That's just that's canon. Like that's Laurie Strode is Michael Myers' sister. It's just that's a fact, motherfuckers. You know, deal with it. You know, it's like. But it's always felt. I mean, I agree. It always felt kind of forced to me. Like Dude, they, they when have, I like, saw like, these movies, I didn't think about that shit. You know, like. No, it's but just, as you're looking at it, you know, like okay, what are we gonna do? Yes, but yeah. I don't know. Do I dislike Halloween too? And 
No, I mean, no, no. you love Halloween too. I, I know. I, yeah, I do like Halloween too. I, it's not the best movie in the world, but no, no, I, did, I like it. Did you know that? Uh, did you know that Jamie Lee? Second best. Yeah, that Jamie Lee Curtis is the same age as Donald Pleasance was when he did the first one. Uh, really? Yeah, dude, you kind of blowing my mind right now. No, that's no, I true. I did not know that. Yep, that was totally Love planned. It, yeah, so like basically, uh, it's kind of like meant to be, and it's on the fortieth anniversary. Oh, that is insane! Yeah. So there you go. So full circle. So that means we got at least what six movies with her left to do. How many movies do Pleasants do? I don't know, man. Let's well, let's let's see, like uh, where the box office receipts go. <laughs> no, it keeps going. She's gonna bail out, you know. Like, oh, she's totally gonna bail out. We, yeah, but it, it starts hitting like, okay, we only made seventy million. I'm out of here. I mean, because I don't know what her gross percentage is, but she's getting back ends here. So and they'll finally do a scene where Michael kills Lori again. <laughs> <laughs> because that totally happened in Resurrection. Oh, you know, wait, why was that movie called that again? I, I heard somebody say that, that they would have liked this movie better that, uh, you know, if she would have been trapped down there with him and then she had that like conversation with her daughter through the bars. Like, you know, I, I'm sorry that I, I, I brought you up this way. Oh, I thought they were totally going to kill her and, at and the end they, of the movie. And they movie. totally, like, she, she stays down there. She, she's the bait. Yeah. She comes down and, and, and they all burn together. And then she has that moment through the bars with her daughter. And they said that would have made that more, like, powerful. I Dude, I think that was one of the biggest surprises in the film was that they didn't kill Laurie Strode. Didn't you guys all th- think they were going to kill her? No. No. Yeah, I really? kind of did, too. No, I kind of felt she was going to make it out. Oh. Man, I just kind of felt like, look, she's coming back for fucking one more, and that's it, guys. I just kind of no, felt I like... No, I knew this movie was going to make a shit ton of money. You didn't know it was going to do what it's doing, but Jamie Lee Curtis, across from Michael Myers, makes money. Really? A lot now. <laughs> Apparently. Yep. I kind of, I mean, honestly, I kind of thought they were going to set up her granddaughter to be more of, like, the star of the franchise. Yeah. And they really didn't. They Well, I think they featured as, uh, featured her as much as they possibly could, but still, I mean, because, look, man, you want to come for Jamie Lee Curtis. That's the main, right. you know, that's the yeah. main attraction of the film. That's the reason we're coming back, you know? Well, Michael Myers. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and well, in the next but, one, in the next sequel... Uh, the the you know her daughter's gonna come back and she's gonna be super bitchy and like unlikable, just like in the second. Rush no, movie. no, she won't. <laughs> she's just gonna come back as more of a badass character. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. She should be wearing like all black and shit and have all this goth shit all over her room and you know just because she's went through all this like bad experience. Because these writers actually know how to write fucking female <laughs> characters. That's true. No, that's true. Like proper eighties men do. Like uh, James Cameron, I'm thinking of Sigourney Weaver. So in the second one, she'll be a counselor. Yeah. At a victim's home. Oh yeah. I didn't see nineties. Because she because she's went through some shit and she has she has Nightmare life on Elm Street now. three bitch. Nightmare on Elm Street three. Oh oh. Yeah. What was Nancy? Yeah, she was. Frank Darabont. But she was kind of like uh, you know she was a little bit more than that though. She was actually like you know. She was more than just a counselor. She was also like their dream guide, teaching them how to. You yeah, know, once survive. she found out what was going on, or a dream well, warrior yeah. of sorts. And she was also sort of. Well, no, she was training <laughs> the dream warriors. <laughs> she was Mister Miyagi. <laughs> it still trips me out that Frank Darabont wrote that movie. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, dude, I mean, you could look at that script and it's fuck it. That is the best outside of the first one. Well, no, that's the best uh, nightmare sequel. Like sequel, written, yeah, written script. I think it's the best one. I think it. I think it's better than 
Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I was thinking about Blasphemy. it for a second, but no, I no, I think part three is better. Hmm. Written or full movie? I think written and for the time full movie too. Can can I, can hmm. I, can I request we do those next Halloween? Yeah. Okay. Next Halloween. I, I know it's going to suck, but we, like to, to to knock them all out. How many are there? Uh, there's uh, the six, seven. There's eight. Oh, right? we can do that. Yeah, we're not doing the remake. We, come on. No, come on. We should do the remake. Do, yeah, man. Even if we split it up into an episode. We yeah, yeah. The well, we'll do, the, we'll do the last one and that one together. No, we'll do Freddy's Dead and the remake. Oh, that's great. That's great. Oh, I, and, and Jason versus Freddy. Do y'all remember the trailer for four when they do the Jaws thing with the glove? Yes. Yeah. Through the sand. Yeah. yeah I love it hits that. something and blows mm-hmm. something up. Man, I swear to God, every episode we do, it ends up in Nightmare on Elm Street. How is that keep it's happening? It's because we're leaning into Nightmare on Elm Street next. <laughs> Actually, next uh, right. is Back to the Future, right? Uh, well, uh, you want to do Suspiria, right? Oh, that's the right. Suspiria is next. And then Back to the Future. Next. Back in time. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that shit. Well, all right, guys. Uh, I think we're at the rating uh, section. What do you, yes. what do you guys, uh, what are you guys giving Halloween 2018? Paul, I'm giving it an eight, man. Ooh, a solid eight. That's it. That's it. Why are you giving it an eight? Why does it? Why does this? What did you give? Uh, what did you give one? What, what would you give one? Probably, I think I gave eight. one eight. I might have gave it a ten. Hell, I don't remember. No, you okay. gave the first one a ten. Okay, just trying to try okay. to gauge, gauge what you got going on here. All right. Well, I mean, pretty much, I, I thought this was a really good, uh, really very well shot movie. Uh, cinematography was great. Um, I loved a lot of those, the longer shots. Uh, I loved a lot of the homages to the original Halloween movies. I thought the characters were written very well for the most part. Um, I thought the acting was good, and it was just overall a good story and a, and a, and a good movie. And Plus, you know, this is the first Halloween movie to be in a theater since 1997 when H2O came out. And, they they did a phenomenal job on it. The Rob Zombie movies were in the theater. And Resurrection. <sighs> I'm not even going to comment on those. <laughs> Just because you don't want them to be, be real, they are still real. <laughs> Look, I choose what's in other real words, in my reality. Your stepchildren are okay. still your children. <laughs> <laughs> in other words... <laughs> Complexes everywhere. This Just was the it. only Halloween movie Indiana Jones did find that actually enticed me to go to the theater and see it. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, fair enough. Who's going next? Um, I'm going to give it an 8.75. That's very specific. Yeah. I don't think we've Why ever so that. specific? <laughs> Why? It's close to a 9 and close to a 10. Yet again, putting it in, if you look at all my scores, it still drops in that second place. Um, I think it's a, re- it's, it's a really great reboot of the series. They're, they're definitely trying to modernize it for the modern audiences. Like I said, we're, we're, we're in the women's power m- uh, movement, which is a great thing. And, uh, you know, they're totally, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's just a perfect time for uh, a strong woman in a slasher film to, you know, lead. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no nudity in this movie. They, 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 they refrained. Yep, yeah, fuck, man. When would they have time? <laughs> Like I mean, seriously, there is no time for There's anybody. Always to fuck in this times movie. for TNA. I guess that's true. Always time. Rob Zombie can. Does show Michael you that. Myers' sisters? Does she count? 
There, that's right. Oh, there are. There's yeah. There's a holy shit. I forgot. Sequences. There's a flashback sequence. Of, there you go. But they, you know, they, they didn't shoot any new footage. Uh, no, but anyways, no. I I think it's really good. I think it's a nice uh, breath of fresh air for this. Every time Jamie Lee Curtis comes back, it's a breath of fresh air for the series. Well, yeah, yeah. Except well, it's because suddenly the writers are like, "Fuck, man, we got Jamie Lee. We got to write some <laughs> shit." Because <laughs> in the last movie, they're like, "Guys, we wrote ourselves into a corner. What do we do now?" You know, we do what we always do. We make up something else, <laughs> or <laughs> we pick a different movie to start from. <laughs> hey, guys. For Halloween 3, let's do a remake of Halloween 3. Man, yeah, totally. We don't even need Jamie Lee Curtis back. Come on. The next one's, you know, it, you know, say way better than what where they could have gone with the next Rob Zombie. Yeah. See, in the next one, you have Jamie Lee Curtis come in playing Jamie Lee Curtis, and some weirdo is stalking her dressed as Michael Myers. Ooh, man, that's meta. I like that. Oh, kind of, yeah. I, I like, like that. that, yeah. Going this whole Cedar Chucky route, huh? Little little new nightmare there, yeah. yeah. Or see to Chucky, I can see that. Yeah, if you want to go, be fucked up if, if there was somebody stalking her wearing the mask, and then she rips it off, and it's old William Shatner, <laughs> <laughs> William and he's Shatner. got his face painted white under the mask. It's not even a mask; it's just <laughs> it's just him and his face is painted white. And he's just like, I'm just trying to borrow some sugar. He's like, I'm just trying to uh, come say hello. Could I borrow a cup of sugar? That would be a great skit. That would be an amazing skit. Oh, my goodness. What if, if anyone's ever asked him what he thinks about his likeness being used like that? I've never seen that. Oh, I'm sure somebody's asking him. Yeah. I'm sure it we can Google like that. seems like I've seen him being asked yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. 8.5. Oh, 8.5. 8.5. Oh, damn. That's two points in that. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Times pi. Double decimal. Oh, the double decimal. Uh, yeah, I thought the shadow work in this was great. Oh man, like yeah. the use of shadow, the use of diversion with the camera. I mean, e- even when when uh, the when, use of light to make you look in one way while he's oh, it's perfect. The the scene the scene with the with the fat kid and the uh, and the uh, the motion sensor lights. Mm-hmm. The, oh, when good. when he's off in the distance, he's right on the edge of exposure. Like he's that's barely like, like, seen. That's a very I'm going to use the word brave, but. Yeah. You know, you would, you almost would want to bump it up. Yeah, dude, I was, I'm telling you, the second time I watched it, I was like, wow, that's really dark. I can't believe they did that. Like, you like almost barely can't see. bring him out some more, but right. no, they left him back there. Yeah, they're they left very him bold, the, yeah. yeah. Um, the camera work in this is amazing, story-wise. I'm pretty into it. 8.5.27, man. Yeah, totally. Time's pie. Time's pie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't even know how many fucking decimal points that is. Do you know Pi? There's a song by Hard and Firm uh, where it's called Pi, and they sing Pi. Wow. And they they go pretty far, but they kind of rap it a little bit and have some, you know, it's pretty cool. If you never heard it, you should look it up. All right, okay. It's it's Brian's turn. I'm going to give this... uh... Here we go. I don't know. I guess. I guess three point five. I guess I give it eight point five. Oh, okay. Is it? Is that just because everyone else is going eight? Or well, no. I was actually. I was actually thinking of going nine. Yeah. I was. Th- I was thinking of going nine, but then I started thinking about some things, you know. And I don't. You don't know. No, I'll go nine. I'll go nine. You know the one reason I didn't go nine, and it's a personal reason. I still feel like 
I would have been happier if it didn't end at Lori's house. Where'd you want it to end? I like the idea of letting us know that she's got this unpenetrated, you know, this trap or this this place made that she's protected. She's built to protect herself from Michael. And then if somehow it could have ended like at the school or at a, a farmhouse somewhere where she's not protected and she still gets the upper hand, she still I has to rise to the occasion. Yeah. Well, I didn't think any of those traps or anything were really going to protect her. I was just like, oh, well, that was just going to give her a little bit of a fighting chance this time. Like, I didn't. I mean, for me, like, even the first time I saw it, it, when he shows up at their house and they're starting to move through, I didn't feel as, as she was in as much peril. But I think if you, like, even take the same scenario and then they figure out Allison's out in the woods and then they go out to get Allison and then Michael shows up and they end up in, like, a barn or something. Well, now she's even in more peril and to me i think character wise her overcoming her past without all of her preparation would have been more satisfying for myself and i said it's a very personal reason right yeah no it didn't work for me just because like i want i don't want laurie to be stupid you know, like, I want her to be, like, if, if, if we're going to see her being prepared, like, even when she does go out in, the, in that one section where she joins up with the sheriff. Right. You know, and she shoots at Michael's reflection. I like the fact that she's, she's empowered. too. Yeah. She with goes a fucking out. pistol, and she fucking shoots fucking, like, 30 yards uh, with a damn pistol and hits dead on. Like, wow. She's yeah. a badass. I mean, the... Like, I don't know what the movie's saying about those, like, you know, crazy prepared uh, gun-toting, you know, insane people that shack up with uh, a bunch of supplies. Yeah, people gave her shit for that, saying, you know, because apparently she's been a little bit anti-gun. No, she's not anti-gun. She, uh, somebody said she was anti-gun. She came out and said, no, I fully support this. Okay, good. Well, then fuck them, then. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, I, uh, when Benson was talking a second ago, I, I remembered a scene. Uh, I really like how in the flashback when, when her daughter is explaining how she grew up, there's a scene of her uh, wiring one of the uh, the slide-down doors as, oh, yeah. as, as a girl. I love that. Like, it's totally like, you know, setting up the fucking sliding doors in the house. I mean, like, I totally remember doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, like, every everything you see at the end of the movie, you yeah. see in that montage. It's amazing. They call it out. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I, I, I think I have to give it a nine, man. It's really well constructed, and they do a very nice, uh, they do a very nice job of writing the line between fan service and making something new. Right, you know, like yeah, I they thought, di- they did a really good job of that. Yeah, they didn't give me something so new that I was like, "Hey, guys, look, it's been a long time since I've had Michael Myers. Don't change him too much." Like, I kind of want something from the first movie. Well, what they did, I too, want something new. They did a good job of like we're all we're all fans of the old movie, but they also did a good job of introducing him to an audience that didn't know who he was. Right. And still make him scary, the boogeyman. Now, yeah, Vincent, I never actually thought of that before just because we've been so, like, you know. This deep. is our life now, yeah. Well, that's the reason I took. <laughs> this is what we do. This is all we watch. I was going to go to that extreme. That's why, that's why I took my daughter to see it, was I wanted to see how somebody that hasn't, you know, watched all the movies. Reacted to it? How'd yeah. she react? She liked it. Yeah, liked it. Yeah. Thought it was scary? Yeah, liked it better than the first one, actually. Really? Blasphemy. Sacrilege. He's you know, hurt she's Brian's 14. Yeah. I thought the first one was a little boring. Yeah. I could see that. She'll grow into it. 
No, man, you can you can understand, you know. And you know, oddly, it wasn't the long no, like walking shot. She liked that. She said that that you know makes you feel like you're alone and somebody yeah. might be watching you. She liked those. Smart kid. It was after that when it was just everybody's getting you know they're going to do the pumpkin and they're walking over here and this per- the setup of the night. Yeah, she said that could have been sped didn't, up. It didn't move quick enough. But then we wouldn't have a featured length film, guys. Gotta have that 90 minute mark at that time. We done here. I think so. Wrap it up, Brian. Take us home in the Halloween world. You guys have been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew spelled C R E W E. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Please leave us a five star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast. Or wherever you listen to your podcast. Benson, where can our audience follow you, sir? At J. Edward Benson. Where can our audience follow you, good man? You can follow me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. Show me some love. And Paul, where can our audience follow you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Paul or Williams J. One. All right, guys. And like always. Well, where can they find you, Brian? Hey, Brian. They don't find me. Where I find they? them. Ooh, sex. I don't. I actually don't have anything actually set up for myself. I just, mm, you need you know, to. to. Yeah. Yeah, well, man. Hey, look, baby steps. All right. Okay. I can't do everything. Okay. I can't. I can't manage five things at once, guys. Okay. So Brian's phone number is. God damn it, Jared. <laughs> just, just do some beats. Five, five, five. <laughs> <laughs> so, like always, we're gonna close out with a little bit of the score. We're gonna be playing track twelve, "The Shape Hunts Allison." Really good. And we're also going to be playing track two, the Halloween theme. All right, guys. I think John Carpenter nails this one. It sounds super, super mean. Enjoy. That's a wrap. <laughs>